Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up from our news desk, Oregon Health Authority hopes to administer COVID-19 vaccines to high-risk people later this month by Ashley Moreno. Oregon Health Authorities expect somewhere in the neighborhood of 100,000 vaccines to arrive in the state by the end of the month. Fewer than 2,000 of those will be headed to Deschutes County, said Deschutes County Health Services Director Dr. George Conway at the Regional Public Health Update December 3rd. The two vaccine frontrunners from Pfizer and Moderna will go before the Food and Drug Administration's Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committees for emergency approval on December 10th and December 17th, respectively. If the vaccines are approved, people could start receiving vaccinations a couple days later. The state hopes to first vaccinate a very small number of very high-risk individuals, Conway said. Primarily, frontline healthcare workers that are serving persons that either have COVID or at risk of COVID. So, people in things like hospitals, emergency rooms, potentially first responders. This group also includes staff and patients of long-term care facilities because of the high mortality rates associated with those cases, he said. Deschutes County Health Services expects a very rapid ramp-up in January, especially if Moderna's vaccine receives approval. Pfizer's vaccine requires ultra-cold storage, meaning minus 70 degrees Celsius. For context, dry ice is at about minus 79 degrees Celsius. That means the average freezer just can't cut it. With a vaccine on the horizon, Deschutes County Health Services is pleading with people to continue to follow recommended COVID-19 guidelines. This isn't going to be an endless total change to everybody's life. This is time-limited, Conway said. I think sometime in the spring, at the latest in the early summer, we're going to see a major change moving much more back to normal life. And finally, what's extreme risk, anyway? An explainer of the new COVID risk guidelines in Oregon by Nicole Vulcan. This week, people in 25 of Oregon's 36 counties learned that their counties fell under the extreme risk category in Governor Kate Brown's newest framework. The new framework charted out what restrictions businesses and individuals would be subject to based on the severity of COVID-19 in their areas. Businesses in counties in the extreme category, for example, are limited to only outdoor dining, while those in the high-risk category can return to indoor dining at 25% capacity. Indoor recreation and fitness centers stay closed under extreme risk and can open at 25% capacity under high-risk. We know that Deschutes, Jefferson, and Crook counties are among those in the extreme category. But what does that mean exactly? And what needs to happen to see us move into less extreme categories? This info may help. Sorting out what's what has been a bit confusing, even for us, who get the pleasure of sorting through charts, tables, and press conferences on the subject almost daily. But here's what we know. Counties with populations over 30,000, including Deschutes County, that are in the extreme risk category need to see a case count average of fewer than 200 cases per 100,000 over 14 days to move down to the next level of risk, or a test positivity rate of less than 10%. If one metric would put a county in one category versus another, 
such as if the cases per 100,000 showed worse outcomes than the test positivity rate, for example, the state would keep that county in the higher risk category. Counties with 15,000 people and up to 30,000 people, which applies to both Crook and Jefferson counties, will be evaluated based on the total number of cases or the test positivity rate, with the higher or worse metric being the one that puts a county in one category or another. Counties with fewer than 15,000 people will be assessed based on the number of cases over a two-week period. According to the most recent data from the Oregon Health Authority, Deschutes County clocked in at 374.1 cases per 100,000 people, with a test positivity rate of 7.1%, putting it squarely in the extreme category. Crook County had 63 confirmed cases during the same time frame, with a 6.5% test positivity rate, and Jefferson County had 150 cases with a 13.5% test positivity rate. State officials will publish new data on county case counts every week, but will only reassess risk levels every two weeks. With these numbers being so crucial for seeing businesses in Central Oregon and the wider state reopen, we'll track and publish the latest information in our daily newsletter, Cascades Reader, every day. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of The Source Weekly or visit our website, vensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.